0: Welcome to the Dunboyne College podcast. In this episode, Orla O'D speaks with journalism students Sarah Bradley, Leah Doherty and Abby Foley about climate and environmental issues which are important to students.
1: Hi everyone and welcome to our podcast today. My name's Orla O'D, and I'm here today with Sarah Bradley, Leah Doherty, and Abby Foley. They're all journalism students and they very kindly agreed to come today just to chat a little bit about environmental issues and I suppose really, you know, the opinion of young people around environmental issues. That's what we're most interested in today. Very quickly, I'll just talk about the One Step Closer initiative we're doing here in Dunboyne. We're basically getting students to vote on one kind of practical task they'd like us to do in the college so they can choose between Creating a herb garden, planting trees, or more recycling. And so that's why I really wanted to get the the students here today, just to to see, I suppose, what what issues are you worried about? What would you like to see done? You know, what kind of changes would you like to see? So um let's just start, I suppose, with Sarah. Um just in general, like what environmental issue would concern you the most?
2: The one that, that would really concern me would be the rising of the war. For me, because we're an island, it that just that's something that really frightens me. And I actually seen a statistic that shows in New York by 2050, it will be underwater. The whole thing will be underwater. And I don't know, like, that, about that, that's just something that really, really frightens me. I think it would frighten the girls as well.
1: Yeah. It's not actually that far away either, no, though, is it's it? Not, it,
2: No, it's not. No, because we're nearly in 2030 now. It's crazy. So if you think about it, it's nearly 20 years away, like.
1: And I suppose New York, it's such a cosmopolitan exactly. city. Exactly. So yeah. It's such a big city. Mm-hmm. And
2: to say that. Yeah, that's going to be underwater. Like, just it's like that. Yeah.
1: meant to be the
0: same with Venice as well. In, really? Like, yeah, Venice is meant to be underwater as well. So it's just like, <laughs>
2: we're all sinking. Yeah, like, what are we, what are, like, if that's just one of the main things that's going to happen, like...
1: Imagine everything else. Do You think the population of New York is a densely populated place. What 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 are are they going to do? do? I suppose it's just so easy to ignore the statistics. We've chatted about this before in class, you know, that the numbers can seem a bit meaningless, can't they? Uh, But then when you visualise the city and its population. Yeah, Yeah,
2: it just it really puts it in perspective for everyone to say, actually, New York is such a big city. It's full of people. What what are
1: they gonna do? What are they gonna do?
3: Yeah.
1: yeah. What about yourself, Leah? Like just in that very kind of general sense, like what issue would worry you the most?
3: Probably animals the most because you see so many photos of the plastic and the fish and the ice melting and the polar bears have nowhere to go and even like just seeing, like, I saw a video yesterday of like plastic around tied around like a seal's neck and everything. Like, it's just horrible to see. And thinking of all like the animals that are going extinct because of it, it's really harmful to them as well and their habitats. So you know, it's funny.
1: One of my daughters would say, "We from Dublin Zoo, we got a, a magnet with a chimpanzee in it as a souvenir in Dublin Zoo," and she would hold it up to me and say, Mammy, is this uh, is this extinct?" you know, yeah. is oh this extinct? It's oh just... And I'm just there, but imagine yeah. my six-year-old is, is wondering, who's left? You know, is this lad what still What one's next, yeah. yeah.
0: And even when you go to the zoo, like, every single exhibit you see, every animal, they yes. tell you, like, how endangered that animal and is. how many's yeah. left. How many's left. Yeah. And it's like, it's either severely, like, endangered, yeah. or, like, they're not really, but it's like, it's crazy, like how often it comes across one. It's almost one, every, part every part of, part of the it zoo, isn't is it? It's so yeah. part of them. Each animal is
1: endangered in some way. That's it. And I suppose like the statistics with the plastic and that and the oceans are quite terrifying. I know, they're you know.
3: terrible. You see like so many videos and video footage and pictures of all the plastic built up mm-hmm. on beaches and like shores and everything like that. And it's just terrible to see like what if you even saw the journey of like if you threw away rubbish or you littered or something and the journey of that and what harm it causes and you don't realise it you're like oh it's only a small piece of plastic but it actually causes so much harm and isn't it the case as well with a lot of third world countries they don't actually have the resources
1: for proper like to dispose of the waste so it all goes into rivers and and that's literally people, like, they're, they're poverty stricken. So, you know, it's it's not their fault necessarily that they don't have the proper disposal systems, but everything goes into the rivers and then on, of course, into the oceans. And then you end up with this massive kind of pollution that you're talking about. Yeah, and it's so sad as well because
2: the fish, they're eating all the plastic. Yeah. And then how is that safe for us then if we exactly, yeah. then yeah. are eating fish? You know what I mean? Like, how do we expect
1: to be able to... Just eat it and feel safe, you know, yeah. because there's not really anything we can do about that. You know, and it's funny, you know, and, and I know, like when people talk about the environment a lot, they sometimes get a bad rap. It's like, oh no, not this green thing again. Yeah, like, yeah, don't don't on yeah. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. There's a very quick way to turn that around and talk about the fish and the quality of the fish that they're eating. And then it's like, oh well, now that's very important. Yeah, <laughs> so that's very serious. Because you're eating, don't be it. nagging me about green issues. But I don't want to be eating, you know, toxic. I think uh-huh. I made a a, a, a kind of a, a joke about, oh well, you know, it's probably glowing in the dark, and then it wasn't. A topic to be joked about Then no. it was very serious, serious and we topic. need to take that yeah. very seriously you know pollution and water and that mm. but yes that's interesting so we've got so far then the idea of the water levels rising the effect on animals what about yourself Abby what would kind of concern you the most?
0: Um, I'd be kind of on the same boat as Leah but then there's also like I was just thinking there like with Jill with masks and we have obviously you can get like your own mask for yourself but then you have a disposable mask and we were having this conversation earlier where if you don't, I, I was taught this from a teacher in secondary school, but if you don't actually rip up your mask before you put it in the bin, like it, when it goes and it, it gets littered or whatever, it like, it can choke any animal or anyone. Or if it gets into the sea, like it's just, it's just such a hazard. Yeah. So like all this stuff, and then that kind of leads into like, we were talking as well about like sustainable clothing and stuff. And it's like all the sweatshops and everything. It's just, there's so much going on, like undercover, under the scenes. that we, yeah. can You just you get it in a package You put it on and it's fine, and then you don't see like the behind the scenes of what's actually going on and like how the process is, Mm -hmm. how those clothes are being made. Like they're not eco friendly, they're not sustainable, and you're just you're wearing something because like you don't know where it's coming from and like how many people are actually suffering, and
1: then the amounts of the volume, the volume of it, the waste and everything from all damn clothes, You know, and I, it's always easier not to think about it like and nobody wants to be the person talking about bins and no one wants to be given out like this is one of the things I struggle with like no one wants to hear it it's like oh go away you know mm-hmm. but as you talk about the volume with fast fashion and it's much easier for us we're all busy and tired you just want to pick up a hoodie you don't yeah, want yeah, to exactly. get bogged down in the logistics of where it came from who made it so it's easier not to think about it isn't exactly, it it's easier yeah. to throw the mask in the bin and not worry about it possibly choking a, an animal somewhere further along the line you know um, and I know know like, that they, uh, there's, they would talk so much about all the corporations and companies like Amazon and that, that, you know, are responsible for so much pollution, yeah. like so much. And like this will come up a little bit later on, but this is where I like talking about kind of the little things that we can do because mm, it's yeah. so daunting and depressing. We've yeah. chatted about this in class. It's just like, why bother? Like, and then I find myself maybe in pennies feeling slightly guilty <laughs> buying a pair <laughs> of gloves because cute yes. and they're only a i really it, no, tired. No, that's you know, Like they're so cheap.
0: That's it. That's the problem. And like it, it's one. It's weird because even with like all them like online companies, they've got like these like twenty four hour delivery services for you. Yeah. And it's like, well, how do you think it's getting to you that quickly? Yeah, like exactly. That, that's not
1: normal. That should be, you know. And like there's a documentary I know I mentioned it before in class, the social dilemma. Like that's oh, you know yeah, really yeah. interesting mm. in terms of how we're assaulted by advertising all the time, mm-hmm. and that adrenaline rush we get clicking, clicking, clicking to keep buying, and of course an awful lot. Not all of it, but an awful lot of it's not going to be ethically sourced or, you know, as you say. And we don't know about where it's coming from and how we're getting it, you know. Exactly. It feels quite overwhelming almost, like we're so bombarded now, we almost can't get away from it. Exactly.
0: And sure, even just there, like we just had Black Friday. Like oh, and then today yes. is like what Cyber Monday, yeah. so like yeah, everywhere yeah. is just like oh my god, the sales of
1: they're fifty percent off, sixty yeah. percent off. So like you're the in panic, a rush you know. just to so like you're oh my god okay I'll get this really really quickly yeah. and then you know and as I said the thing is it's not about kind of casting judgment because that's the worst when somebody wags their finger and says yeah. you know like I was getting a prescri- uh, I was gonna say prescription subscription from my my ten year old because it was Black Friday and the PlayStation Four subscription was cheaper exactly. and I was frantically like, getting no like we're hard all the, I saw was all the same we're and all so guilty we of it. it and I suppose it's it's not about sort of condemning everyone, and you're a bad person because you ordered something. But I guess, I suppose, it's to try and be a, maybe even a little bit more mindful about you know conscious in what, what you're exactly. doing. Yeah, it's like only, I try, yeah. you know, not to use Amazon. What it's only say?
3: the small steps that you could take that would make such a big difference. Yeah. If everyone takes that little step further, or even educates themselves a little bit yeah. more on the last exactly yeah. Environment. if
1: we move more specifically maybe to climate change and again just that kind of what what would bother you or worry you the most about climate change abby any thoughts on that i think it's just the
0: fact that like there's all these huge corporations all these huge companies all these massive factories and they're putting so much like pollution into the air all this and then they're blaming all of us individuals, like as if we're the ones that are causing, like obviously every single person in the world is responsible for it, like decomposing. But then, like it's at the end of the day, it's like we we are meant to we like just as Sarah said there, like it, it's so easy to feel so belittled and to think what can we do? Like I am yeah. only one person, obviously every little step helps. But then it's like, like it's our future as well. Yeah, like exactly. we're the ones that are growing up in this world and like when I have kids someday, I don't even know what the world's going to look exactly, like. I don't yeah. know. It could
2: be all what, changed by I them. don't know
0: what I'm bringing them up into. Like I don't yeah. know if I'm going to have kids but like, will we, like, and everyone's obviously they're trying to change like with them. Um, with cars and stuff like we're trying to go completely automatic like, they're, like you're saying they're raising the, the diesel and the petrol prices yeah. to kind of wean people off mm-hmm. but then it's like, like what else Like the world will just be a completely different place by the time that, yeah. that yeah. And I Everything don't know if it's going to be for the better or for the worse because I don't know if we're taking enough, enough action right now taking it seriously yeah. enough, taking and
1: there's it. this whole p- previous generation where if you like you guys are kind of paying the price for what previous generations have done or yeah. not done exactly you know. um, what about yourself Leah what do you think around climate change
3: my biggest fear would probably be like what the future would look like, look like similar enough to Abby. It's just you don't know what it's going to look like in 50 years time or if you have children, like what they'll have to go through because of like not enough action we took on climate change that will they suffer because of that. Um, in and the do future. you feel
1: that you guys are suffering because of previous generations
3: I think we are. Yeah, I think people could have taken more action. When people were saying it years ago, no one was like, no one took it too seriously. They were kind of like, oh it'll be grand, it'll be grand and then now we're at a point where we're like we need to change now if you mm-hmm. want to see a future. Because
1: you know if you, you if you go back if you Google search like Greenpeace you'll see all the protests going on well yeah. through the 80s. Yeah. I mean mm-hmm. I remember being in primary yeah. school and there was the, the environmental fanatic teacher who yeah. was coming in and talking about battery hens and all these yeah. D- yeah. processed meat and this yeah. was you know a long time ago. We won't go exactly <laughs> far back into it but it was. So it's not some new phenomenon that we've just realised. Yeah. Like this has been flagged for years, years yeah. you know,
2: and I think as well it's starting to get noticeable now with the temperatures rising yes. sea levels rising yep. forest fires
1: becoming more active you see when you I was know in primary school mean. that stuff it hadn't started no. on that same scale and it's starting now you so can see it people now. are panicking yes. Yes. That's now
0: it makes a difference when you can see it yeah. yes. especially
2: forest fires yeah. that in Australia yeah. and LA that terrifies me oh my yeah. yes. like yeah. imagine just being in your house this fire coming towards you and you yeah. just have to leave everything just mm-hmm. get in your car and go. You, and if you go back to your house, you're not even sure if it's going to be there. Yeah, Like you
1: don't know what would and happen. And that was, you know, particularly, you know, as we think of Australia and, and LA. Right, yeah. And like that was such an indictment, wasn't it? You know, the rising temperatures combined, you know, with the the areas and all the forestry and it just lit up. Like It was, oh my God, dynamite. Yeah. And
0: I remember you could even see, like you would just see, videos of it all like it was broadcasted everywhere. It's very frightening, and yeah, yeah, you would see like all these little koalas like yeah, trying to climb like, the trees. In, yeah. Like trying and to the, all yeah. their little for their safety. And, and like everything. like what can they do? And it's like obviously people their first concern wouldn't just be some random koala, but it's also like every single Living thing on this planet suffered, yeah, and they're gonna. We're all gonna suffer,
1: yeah. yeah. So it was actually kind of apocalyptic, wasn't it? Those yeah. images, it was like something out of Independence Day or something no, that we imagine won't happen, yeah. But and then we're did. looking at it on the six o'clock news, yeah. and it doesn't
2: matter how much money you had, and I think that shows because yes. celebrities were suffering Very as well. Big. Yeah, I agree.
1: And and do you think it got more media coverage because of the fact that there were celebrity homes? You know? I yeah, 100%. oh definitely,
0: yeah. yeah, because there's always that whole like if they don't like the biggest thing brought to attention is the people that are that huge and have yeah. that much money and everything is diverted to them always first. Like, of course. Even with like COVID, not to yeah. bring that up, but it's like they're the ones that are that people listen to them the most so yeah. it's like and it's like if it's a worldwide thing that affects everybody you go to them anyway because yes. they, they they have the biggest platforms It's that and elite Exactly it's That elite exactly, person yeah.
1: well, they're yeah. newsworthy and you have not to be too cynical but you have to wonder sometimes if it was a very poverty stricken region of the far far corner of anything. Africa We wouldn't hear half as much but well, when it's mm. a celebrity in yeah. Hollywood then it's something we should be really shocked about them, you know,
2: holding the hose trying to hold back their house from yes. being up in and flames And it, you know? it just
0: goes to show like when you take away the... The labels, you take away like the the, the pyramid, and it's just like yeah. we're all just
1: people. Yeah. Like we're literally just all humans that at the end. Shows. And every, it doesn't matter if you're rich or if you're poor, you're still going to suffer. Exactly, you know. And I think I think it's definitely brought it much more to the into the limelight than maybe 10, 15 years ago. Yeah. With exactly what you're yeah. describing, these the fact that it's becoming so much more obvious now. Yeah. This is the result of what you've been doing. If we're looking at this idea of the kind of the inequalities, so we're talking about this idea that something is so important when it happens to a Hollywood celebrity. What would you make of it, Abby, when we talk about this idea of, of you know, people living in the likes of Central Africa actually not creating, you know, much of a carbon footprint at all, not contributing, you know, you're looking at very rural um, agricultural societies that aren't necessarily producing a lot of pollution, but that are still feeling the effects of pollution created all around the world in first world countries. Um, what, what comment might you make on that or what do you think?
0: I just think it's insane because you're seeing, like, you watch on TV, you know, those ads that come up all the time, and it's like, like you're like donate two euro, and that's enough. But then it's like you think about the the consequences that we're making right now, and how much you don't realize how big of an action something small you're doing makes. And it's like yeah. it's okay, we have the resources. Yeah, for we're this. fine. We're okay. Yeah, but some when, like some of other people over there are suffering because they don't have the resources. I mean
1: they're walking maybe to wells to get water. That's it. There is no cars. They're not contributing to to atmospheric pollution Mm -hmm. you know and yet we're here as we were already saying clicking buy buy on our eBay and our Amazon accounts Exactly. and that's what's actually damaging then countries we'll probably never have even heard of or never see or visit.
0: If you don't see it it doesn't exist you can pretend it doesn't exist because it doesn't affect you directly. I can go to my fridge at home and have a glass of water whenever I want and there's people that literally have to walk can't do that miles and miles just to get water that's probably Probably not not
1: even clean clean. it's not going to necessarily cross my mind I don't
3: think it would you know and the fact that they're producing like such little, so little of a carbon footprint that they're the ones suffering from that yeah. and we're the countries that aren't putting as much action in as they are.
1: Absolutely. There's a real sense of injustice there. You know, on a, on another programme I was watching recently, it's called Cooked, it's on Netflix, um, but it really makes you think, I know, um, <laughs> it really does make you think though because they talk about food and how we've been brought up on processed food. I certainly was yeah. and maybe you guys to a lesser extent there's more of the fresh wholesome thing going now. But this idea that we were brought up on processed Processed food without really understanding the value of cooking, sourcing the food. And it does if you're wondering why I'm talking about this, this no. goes back to the to the to the poorer regions in that that they had traditions that were actually far more humane to animals that didn't involve this mass kind of battery production of, of meats. Um, and those traditions got eradicated by corporations who wanted to sell you the processed meats. Honestly, and it's, so quicker, it's, it's faster, quicker, it's faster. it's faster, and it was very cleverly marketed. So, you know, the tired housewife takes this pre-cooked dinner. But that really made me think about, where's my food coming from? How processed is it? Yeah. You know, what are we losing with the way that we kind of live on a daily basis? And I do wonder if if we thought more about it, um, would we rush to buy the, the pre-packaged burgers in Tesco? Or You know, I, again, I, I wonder, you know, about the thought we put into what we do. That's it. It's huge. Like it's
0: like it's is it organic? Like is it safe? Like and the crazy thing is that your body actually adapts to the bad food that's yes. going into it. So then you actually it's like when it's like a kid that's on a really really strict diet for a really long time. Give them a slice of pizza and they're getting sick everywhere. Yeah. That you give them a bit of sugar and they
1: they're bouncing off the walls. They can't handle it. Yeah. You know. And in that documentary, they mentioned the the Aborigines of Australia and how when they had lived off the land, which they had been doing for for such a long time, and um, when the the more Western diet was introduced, they all developed. Um, Uh, diabetes they had never ever had it didn't exist they didn't Mm. know what it was but as soon as the sugars came in and they were saying it in interview that the sugar made them weak you know that they had been so much healthier left alone if you like from society you know I think I already know the answer but I'm going to ask this question anyway I know you guys are concerned about this stuff but what about young people in general you know like do you think Sarah young people are concerned about environmental issues? No I don't think so and I think
2: they're not because it's not talked about between us enough. Like no one wants to sit in a class for two hours listening to this PowerPoint about putting, like you said, more bins, planting trees. It, yeah. It, yeah. It's like because you're sitting there and you're like, how am I going to change this? What is going to be helpful for me? It's not. So Especially
3: being a young person, you're like, you don't have hold that much power to avoid no difference yeah. and you yeah. feel like you can't. So you don't even try then. Yeah, you just leave it to the older people who have that independence and power. yeah, and that that feeling that they have more
0: of
1: a voice. Yeah, yeah a exactly. Yeah, what do you think, Abby? Do you think young people care about it, or
0: I think to a certain degree like if we're going to if we're going to name names like you obviously have like the likes of Greta Thunberg who is going absolutely all the lengths that she can and what she gets slated everywhere she goes like she gets slated by literally Donald Trump online um, that's That's, that's just he doesn't even matter like he he doesn't even consider (laughs) But, but like in that sense, like she is such a young person speaking on behalf of ourselves, and she stands there and she's like, "This is my future. I'm yeah. the one that's yeah. growing and up into this and, like, to,
2: adults, and from to adults and tells adults. And, and what, she's yeah, like, "You're not. She's is. like,
0: I'm the one that's going to suffer from this. So why why is nobody taking a stand to fight for yeah. for our future? Yeah. Like no. this is my generation. Like and we like like the Sarah and Leah both said like the fact that we are made to feel so small, and when we are told about. All, the, all this climate change, it's always packed with such huge, huge consequences, huge statistics, huge facts, all this stuff and it's, it's so daunting mm-hmm. and it does, it's like, I, okay, well, I can't go plant a million trees right now. It's- but
1: that's the thing and like she, she's gas. like, you know, she came out, you know, to sum up the politicians and all their promises and, yeah. and as, you know, blah, blah, blah and I just, I, I kind of had to laugh at that. I was like, well, that's a succinct analysis of, yeah. of all these promises, you know, and as you say, it's so daunting you know and it's one of the things that really puts me off sometimes in trying to bring these topics up is that everyone's just going to go oh no not again you know so I think I definitely think our biggest challenge maybe is just to change the way we think and some of the documentaries that you know that I've been talking about they definitely leave you thinking oh god right yeah okay and after the cooked documentary I literally said to myself were the meat you know my family all eat meat you know that's fine um, but my uh, purchasing of it is going to be totally revived yeah, like, yeah, just I, it won't take me long I'm just going to we'll either just do without a couple of extra evenings until yeah. I figure out where I'm buying the meat mm. and where it's coming from and maybe they'll have it once a week instead of three or four times a week Yeah. but I, I do think that's a huge shift when you look it at is. their lifetime my lifetime your lifetime yeah. please God you know that when you do make these little changes or you know to stop maybe buying on Amazon you know that's something I've been trying to do as well you know it, it, okay it's not necessarily going to fix everything but it's certainly a little, it a little I, I everyone does.
2: did little things to help like if everyone reduced their meat looked at where they're shopping properly like it would make a big difference because like, everyone
1: be doing little things like that actually kind of leads into my next question like I, I, I've, I've been wondering you know what's the one thing you think people could do that would make a difference so you know like what if you were kind of t- going to give advice to your friends if you could persuade them to listen <laughs> to listen on this subject for a few minutes like what would you say to them that you think would be a helpful step I think it's
0: like one of the things that we had this conversation with Rob earlier and it's like people are so comfortable living the way that they have always lived yeah. and if you don't know how to change or adapt to a different lifestyle you're not gonna do it but it's like we all collectively need to take a different approach to actually how we live and yeah. do things yes. and yeah. when when we are offered like or when we're given resources and we're offered a vision of something that is so painfully prominent, you want to do something. But if it's, if it's, if it's at a place where, or if you're, you're seeing it where it just seems so big, you don't. But if we were given smaller solutions, smaller things to do, you can do it. You can mm-hmm. do it. Everyone can make a change. Everyone can do something. If you see something on the floor pick it up put it in the bin Yeah. watch literally. where you're shopping that's get so, yeah. an app on your phone that will tell you yes. which brands are ethical which brands are not like that's like, it's, it's all just small. research on, it's literally yeah. just, yeah. Like just doing your yourself. own literally yeah. teach yourself do your own research yes. do make the effort and when you adapt and when you do change your lifestyle it, it the effort becomes
3: effortless that's yes. the thing exactly like it stops becoming this whole thing because you don't it don't becomes natural routine, exactly then. so it's just it's just adapting it becomes natural to you then when you keep redoing it over and over again it's even even the small things picking up a wrapper as Abby said, or throwing your stuff in the bin, even if it's chewing gum like yes. <laughs> let it, throw it on the ground, like loads of people do it. It's just the small little things that will gradually come natural to you the more you do it.
1: Yeah, I agree. Yeah. What do you think, Sarah?
3: Yeah, I agree with the girls. Like and I think for years
2: as well, even all through primary it was all um like walk on Wednesdays, you know, all this, like <laughs> go, we'll go out now and plant some trees, you know. Like I think it was made it was kinda of made like boring for us when we were younger. Okay. Like none of us want to do it now. You didn't we're kind feel of engaged. Yeah, with it. But I think now that people are seeing the consequences and seeing things that are happening, everyone is kinda of like, Oh, and I think everyone should make a change and change small things in your life because with COVID everything changed we exactly. are able
1: to adapt to change so, and look at the changes we made exactly. yeah, we, we went from true. this fully functioning society to, to essentially everything just stopping yeah. the, <laughs> not moving from our houses yeah. eating large amounts of food yeah. actually yeah. Yeah, remember, very large amounts <laughs> so you've else uh, to do exactly you know but it, it is amazing like when you think it's, it's a really good point like how we like our whole worlds were turned upside down and we actually did fairly well yeah. you know it just goes to show
0: like as human beings like we are literally made to adapt like yes. that's what we do like
1: correct, yeah.
0: that's what we have to do and when you're put in a position where you're forced to do it yeah. you, you're going
1: to do it but wouldn't it be nicer if you wanted to do yeah, it? That's yeah. us, of isn't course. that the thing yeah, yeah. and I agree though I think we are being forced now by looking at the the steep rises in temperature the you know all the things that we know about now, you know. Um, but I suppose what I'm always thinking about is is something that students would feel, yeah, I just really want to do that. Yeah, yeah. I'd like to do that. You'd I want if to.
3: people had a purpose of why they're doing it, yes. it, it, they'd actually do it. Because if you're just doing it for the sake of doing it, yes. you're, you're not going to want to do you it. You need a motivation, like you yeah. need
0: a reason. Yeah. And there are so many reasons. But if you do find something that's personal yeah. to you, and you're like, OK, this can be my drive. This will get me going. This yes. is the change I'm going to make. And this is the change that I, people around me can make as and well. don't
1: you usually find, though, it's like a snowball effect that when you do that in one area, that's what happened to me over the years, that I did one thing and then went, wait a minute, what's going on over here? Yeah. Wait, mm-hmm. That goes back to them, back yeah. to them, or back to the corporations. And so And you, you start to see things very differently. Mm-hmm. Um, Their and whole mindset changes. It does, though. And as I said, with that particular documentary, Cooked, he was, he, I, I liked the phrasing. Um, he said um, that he wasn't trying to lecture people to go back into the kitchen and do a home-cooked meal. He was trying to lure them, trying to persuade them, you know, this is actually something that's going to be really nice for you and your family. And then I was like, right, homemade pizza. Let's start with something basic. (laughs) Get some tortilla wraps. Yeah, you know I do the frozen food. I do it all. Um, But it it was that just kind of a bit of a light bulb moment of, well, hang on a second, this actually, and we had done it in lockdown. We did all the baking. We had great fun. All unanimously agreed it tasted better. But it's... It's to to do something because you actually want to do it, and not yeah. because someone has you know been telling you and telling Th- that you really to That nearly makes do you it. want to you know not do not it, it. Yeah, that
0: is a huge thing as well. Yeah, because like it's like even when it's like it's I know it's only small, but like it's like even when you're cleaning your room or you do something, yes. as soon as your mom tells you to do it, you know, like to, oh, not you're doing okay, it. Okay, well I'm not doing it now because away. you told you're me. Not doing it. No one. Is, it doesn't matter what kind of person you are. No one likes being told what nobody to do. Nobody wants to be told. Nobody. What to do. It doesn't matter what sense it is, where you yeah. are, who you're with. Nobody likes to be told how to do things. It's
1: absolutely true. And it's back to what Sarah was saying earlier about the education. Like, if you know, like if you see a documentary on, say, animal cruelty, yeah, you will look twice yeah. at the mm-hmm. makeup products. You know, I know I said this to you before, I was on the floor in boots like looking at the back of shampoo <laughs> bottles and like a lunatic like- <laughs> trying to see was there a picture of the bunny rabbit yeah. on it yeah. because I had really naively thought um, that they just didn't do stuff like that anymore. I thought that's gone, like that's gone with Those, the 80s. They yeah. don't do yeah, yeah, this is- And then I was correcting student essays and I realised there was this like, it was like an expose essay on all the products, all the brands and I was so shocked. Yeah. And then I started researching it and went, oh my God, like, like this is still so- it's still happening still all testing, the time, and all yeah. the brands I was using. So there was that real moment of oh, I really didn't realise it yeah. was this bad. Like, like you've
0: no idea when you see like animal testing in in cosmetics, and you just you're thinking you're putting foundation on, then you're like okay, well some little, little animal bunny, just yeah. died for this.
3: There's even a lot of um, new vegan products like shampoos and everything, and I would specifically say large and bold. Uh, not animal tested. So you can even yep. like it's even It's right better, in front of your face. Uh, yeah. 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 Instead of looking for symbols. So a lot of products are starting to recognise that and change their ways about not testing on animals. Yeah, like that's it. Tr- that's yeah. a tremendous effect if you think of companies
1: making that decision mm-hmm. that all of a sudden then and if if the likes of us are, are being a little bit more mindful with the shopping choices, well, that translates into profit and money and we all know that's a big motivating factor. So you can actually make a difference mm-hmm. and then you can feel slightly superior and yeah. smoke with your shopping yeah, trolley. Yeah. And, you know, <laughs> I'm a good person, but but it, it is actually true, isn't it? That it's it's just making the right choice, yeah. you know. And that plays into like like us as young people,
0: like there's so much offered to us through accessible ways that we love. Like there's apps now that we can use, and like, obviously everyone has a phone. Everyone, well, not everyone, yeah. but lots of us, and that is so easy to get an app that will tell you, yeah. listen, these it are what. Have like to be hard
1: work. It's literally you know? it's so
0: effortless, and it's just it's just getting around to doing it. Yeah, that's literally it. it. It's just doing it. But it is there for us. Like there are, there's so if many you just ways. Just make that choice. Yeah, you know,
3: make that little extra step, that bit of effort, and you'll actually change, make a change. So let's just get down
1: to brass tacks. Then, what can we actually do that isn't going to, you know, melt our brains completely on a daily basis? That is really tremendously beneficial, Sarah. We start with you.
2: Using the right bins, if you have recycling bins at home, use them properly because they're there for a reason.
3: I think, um, yeah, again, using uh, reusable bottles because when we're using plastic bottles all the time, we just throw it away. Like we just throw it in the bin and we don't even recycle it properly. The damage that that does. So even if you're doing the recycling, make sure you put it in the proper bin and you're not just throwing it in. Um, the wrong bin because it does make a difference when it's being recycled.
0: I was thinking then as well like even with like electrical devices and all your stuff at home all the little things that we forget to do like with your sockets and stuff like just keep turning like turn your sockets off unplug your devices that yeah, you're not especially using. Especially coming up to
2: Christmas as well mm. now because we, everyone be, has their tree up all the lights outside all the lights everywhere the yeah. just even at night time just switch everything off because yeah no one be downstairs who's going to see the lights you know and it just helps the environment by just turning them off because mm.
1: you know and Sligo IT did a great um, their green campus did a, gr- yeah. a great um, kind of initiative one Christmas and it was, the, it was part of their Christmas jumper kind of campaign but the idea was to get everyone to just turn the heating down in your house yeah, like by a two. Yeah. Yeah. put on a jumper and we're not saying put on a big jacket and a hat like you know <laughs> warm the house but just turn it down a little bit yeah. and that actually it's cost effective as well so you're saving money um, and oftentimes we do tend to overheat the rooms yeah. as 100%. well it's quite stifling. some heatings have um, Um, timers as well that's That's what
2: I have in my house it's a timer and uh, it goes off, and then if you want to put it back on, you can. But yeah. it's not on constantly, and it's not running constantly. So, and
3: even if you forget to turn it off, you'll know. Okay, the timer will. Turn yeah, will go off, off exactly. itself.
1: Yeah, you know. And
3: you'll often find that a lot of these simple steps
1: end up saving you money as well. Mm-hmm. So even with the flasks and that, just make the tea or yeah, the coffee that you renewed, like. At home.
0: Exactly, yeah. and you're not just spending like five euro trying to buy re, like
3: exactly
1: cups of coffee
0: every single day yeah. when you literally just have your own.
3: Even if um, people, a lot of people have the. Reusable, like the coffee and the tea mugs and they go into a coffee shop and they would get you to refill it instead of exactly. using the paper cups yes. and everything like that. It's just so much easier. Instead of recycling them, you're just saving all that much plastic and, and waste.
1: And the statistics are crazy for yeah. the amount of disposable cups in Ireland used yeah. every day. And yeah. I'm a coffee addict and we love our coffee. Yeah, we don't have the coffee. <laughs> but as you say, bring your own. Just bring yeah. your own. If you really like to yeah. treat yourself of course you can treat yourself, but just take your own cup with you. Yeah. you know? And I think
2: um, coffee shops and... Um Cafes and stuff like that—they should really promote bringing your own yes. cup because if you're not sitting in, you're getting a takeaway, and that's
1: the lid, yeah. that's the coal ash. Starbucks like,
3: even do something; yes. they sell their own.
1: Yes, coffee a lot of them. Do oh, and you that. get money off as that's well. It, yeah, it's I've huge. seen that. An incentive, so it's twenty pence less yeah, for yeah. the coffee if you bring your own cup. And of course, isn't that like you know the reduce, reuse, recycle? The mm-hmm. reduce is the most important out of the three. Yeah, just actually try not to use it at all in the first place. Yeah, you know, the recycling's great, but it's like the last part of it. You know it's good to nearly like trick
0: people into because if they're not going to see it as a way of being just sustainable, like, OK, well, it's not going to cost you as much because even yeah. where I work, we do the thing where you can buy a freestyle cup for maybe like six euro and then you get a, a refillable drink at their
1: stations all around Brilliant. and you
0: refill it for free for the rest yeah. of the day.
1: And you see, again, not to be cynical, but when you go back to the pocket and the money, that's where you'll really get people moving. Exactly. And wasn't it the same with the plastic bags? You know, do you remember, you're all too young to remember this, but I remember <laughs> when it was like, oh, you just get them to meet the band and you'd be doing huge trolley shops and filling them up. And the second they started charging 10 cent for the bag, everybody it. stopped. Yeah. Suddenly, oh, cloth bags all the way because yeah, I'm not yeah. paying for all those bags. But it worked, didn't yeah. it? I mean, that had it was a just tremendous effect. Yeah, people are willing up. to pay. Yeah. yeah, and people like the idea that they're saving something. So I think on a really practical level, they're really useful ideas for kind of simple daily things. You know, turn down the heat, bring your 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 own cups, reduce what you're you know leaving plugged in overnight, turn down the lights. These are all really easy tasks. Lastly then, um, we've talked a lot about, you know, perhaps maybe how how negative media coverage can be. What do you think the media could do to really inspire young and old alike to take action um, against climate change and all these issues we've been talking about? Sarah, what do you think?
2: I think that the media, like the news, because mainly everyone kind of watches the news, even if it's the app on your phone, people get notifications, doesn't matter what age you are. I think the news should be kind of... um, like throwing out ideas to people, like what we were saying, mm-hmm. turning off your lights, yes. turn off the taps, like it, it would inspire people just to do little things because yes. if, you, if the news is saying, plant 1,000 trees, do this, do this, you're not going to want to do it. No. So by just saying little things, little helpful tips, it will, like people will want to do it, you know, at the end of the day.
0: I think especially like on social media, like we have all these huge platforms, all these huge celebrities, all these huge influencers and they don't promote like all these ethical ways, all these changes you can make because like they're sure look, they're living in these huge houses. They're living like they don't like, it's like it's like they're invincible to everything that's going on. And if you see the Kardashians putting out all these ways, all these changes you can make, like how huge of a platform, yes. how many people Massive. are they reaching? How yeah. many people are going to finally be able to relate yeah. to them in yeah. that sense because they're they're not actually superhuman. They're yes. not invincible they're not yeah. uh, like like exempt from all of this mm-hmm. and if they see even if not it's not just assassinations it's it's like anyone that you that inspires you, yes. like an actor, like yes. like someone that you look up to, and you mm-hmm. see, and they're using their platform in a way yes. that can bring attention to all this stuff that we're all equally suffering from. Mm-hmm. You are going to want to make a change because yeah. that's someone that that you, you adore, you look up to. Yeah. Look up to. See Leonardo
1: DiCaprio doing that through yes. some of his, yes, oh, exactly. Yeah, that he's amazing. For they listen that. because of his status, and they they love him as an
0: actor. He literally exactly, to go to an award and and accept an award and start talking about climate change, like yeah, yeah, he's a guy. who's insane yeah.
3: Um, I think he. Even on Instagram, like every, nearly everyone has Instagram, especially a young age group. So like when people post, oh, so, ex- like what Sarah said, plant 1000 trees and like you'll save the planet or cut out me uh, completely. It's not just about taking those dramatic big steps yeah. straight away, gradually mm-hmm. build it up. If you're gradually, like even post something about buying a reusable um instead of re- instead of like using the plastic ones constantly it can really make a difference and it, we will encourage young people to um, even not just young people everyone. To take that step because it's not as if it's so much of an effort. Yes. Yeah, exactly. It's it's easier to take the small steps rather than jump straight into the big Absolutely. ones. And that's I right. think maybe that's why the
1: vote for the trees is so popular because we're going to have to plant all the trees. So the <laughs> students are like, yeah,
3: vote those, plant those trees. You know, <laughs> so we'll Put vote a for in that. The now yeah, somebody else has to do it, <laughs> Yeah, we've been told you will for all years. Blink And you'll be standing
1: in front of a tree in a pot. You know, with a, <laughs> I won't tell you in advance. So I'll just rope <laughs> you into helping you. know. But it, it made me laugh that that was the most popular. It has been so far. That most popular is yeah. the trees it's the people do want to see it yeah. they just may not want to actually want do to it, do it. Yeah, no, <laughs> watch exactly. that space I just see how long you get without <laughs> planting trees this year okay so I just want to say thanks so much to Sarah and Leah and Abby for a really interesting conversation with loads of great ideas and suggestions that would give people an opportunity to take a small simple positive step that can make all the difference
0: You have been listening to the Dumboying College podcast. Hosted by Orla O'D. Guests were DCFE journalism students Sarah Bradley, Leah Doherty and Abby Foley. Sound recording and editing by Rob Kelly. This was a DCFE media production. You can find out more about Dunboyne College on our website, ww.dumboynecollege.ie.